Welcome to All Things Funny Chat with me, Naomi Girl, and today this episode is going to be on all things joy. What does joy mean to us all? But I can't explain what joy means to you. I can't give you your joy because all I can do is talk about my own joy and what I've seen with clients and joy and maybe then that would translate into joy for you. So I would love to reflect on my last whole year and it's given me a lot in terms of time and spaciousness. So in 2021 the twins started preschool and that gave me four days a week that I hadn't had before between the hours of about 9.15 after drop-off and about 2.30. And those hours were so precious to me. And I utilised that time with not just work, but things that brought me joy. Naomi of 2019 and beyond, below, um, is that even how you say it? They, those, that time would have been holy shit, I have 9.15 until 2.30. How much work and output and hustle can I achieve in that time? And this year has been the opposite of that. It's been how much joy, time and spaciousness can I put into my day and not work and only work when I feel like I have something to say or feel like when I work, the output is going to be okay. And I understand that I'm in a quite privileged position now. But I will also say that this position has come from a lot of hard work, quitting a primary school teaching job, quitting a, uh, and after that, then working in a supermarket and quitting a supermarket job uh, of the evenings, and then working for somebody else with that with a period related job where I had to be on certain calls and I had to be on Slack and I had to um, be available even though my hours were part-time, we'll park that. Um, I then created a life for myself away from all of that when I moved to Margate in 2021 in about April time 2021. So I do understand that me saying, well, I'm not going to prioritise my self-employed work I'm going to prioritize regulating my nervous system within this year to bring me joy so that when I do work my output is better and my joy is more prevalent is a very privileged position but I did also choose that path through a lot of hard work so I will say that predominantly I would say that my work in this space is to inspire people one of the predominant reasons for my work in this space is to inspire people to come into relationship with their deepest needs through rooted pelvic work and to take note and stock of what it is that they truly want day to day in their lives through work through careers through relationships now it is my work right because I basically did it for myself and I want to just really just spend a moment and not long, this won't be long, just take a moment to consider where within your working time, you can bring in more joy and pleasure. And I use my husband as an example, because he is literally chained to his desk from 8am until 5pm, five days a week. 
Um, apart from a Tuesday, he has Tuesday afternoon off. We're in a situation now where a lot of us now post-COVID are working from home. He was pre-COVID working from home, but post-COVID working from home, obviously, also. And I basically have conditioned our daily life to encourage him to sit and have lunch with me. Even if he's not having the lunch that I'm having, even if I'm like, I want this lavish lunch. um, And he's like, I just want a toasty. I will be like, do not rush off. I had this conversation with him, like, you do not need to rush off. You are paid for half an hour lunch break. So you can take half an hour lunch break with me. Um, And so we sit and we talk. It doesn't necessarily equate to half an hour. might be 15 minutes, but those 15 minutes are precious within a day when you're literally just looking at your computer screen. And then he has a Tuesday afternoon off, which is work organized uh, before he even works for this company, which is great. Um, And it's one of the perks of his job, for sure. It keeps him there, for sure, for now, when you know you have half an hour, (laughs) uh, half a day off within the week. So he works the stretched hours, the 8am to to equate to half a day. But can we see how like all companies could adjust? And there's no there's no reason why anybody shouldn't be asking for that level of adjustment if you're still if the output's still there. Um, And so he prioritizes that and we prioritize that together. So we'll do something together within that half day. Now, again, uh, we could have utilized that half day and said to ourselves, okay, well, that means that we could do like these jobs or we could get this, this done with the house or um, yeah, things that don't really bring that much joy and that much pleasure. And we prioritize joy and pleasure. So we prioritize, um, those hours that are child free on our own for now while we have them because it won't be forever of course things are never forever those that those pockets of time they're not forever um and they're so precious so there was a moment a blip where I got really upset about like having to park everything for those Tuesday afternoon hours and there was times when I was ill or he was ill or the children were ill and they were home from school or it was half terms and then I was like oh my gosh, I miss those half days so much. I need to prioritize those half days when we have them. And so that that's when we will go for sea swims together. We'll have lunch, longer lunches together. We might go to a cafe. Um, we'll, we might, like the other week we went and did the Christmas like stocking shop together, which <laughs> I imagine to be more joyful than it was, but it wasn't like not joyful. And we came at it from an like, would this be because I could do it by myself or blah, blah, blah. And we were like, no, actually it would be quite nice to do it together. Um, And we go for long walks, sea walks with the dog, um, have sex. It depends. Sometimes we do have the cleaners in. So the other thing that I've found this year that I've committed to from about March was having a cleaner every week. And I have cleaners for two hours. The one I dreamed and lusted after was £20 an hour and I just can't afford that. And so we, um, which is a lot, I think, for for, for cleaning. Um, so we, it's about £12 an hour. So I pay about £24 a week. And I added it up and I was like, oh, do you know what? Like, this is such an expense that we don't, right, we, we don't really, we shouldn't really be spending out. That was the language I used. But when I looked at what was a priority, 
that was like, oh my gosh, that's such a priority. There is nothing more joyful than coming back to a clean house and finding the cleaner that works for you because I haven't, this isn't like I've been through a couple of cleaners. And so finding cleaners that work for you, sometimes now they do come on a Tuesday, which kind of does interrupt the half day quite a lot. And I've had this conversation with them and we're just navigating that. But the point is, is that that's just me <laughs> discussing my logistics of cleaners. But the point is, is that though they were in the house, I was like, okay, well, we need to go out and what would bring us joy out of the house. And then we come back and they're gone and the house is clean. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. There's so much joy and pleasure in that. And so committing to that has been a lot because I committed this year to writing the book and parking one-to-one. So financially, that has been a real challenge to commit to, but a commitment all the same. And as somebody who doesn't experience mothering, I don't have a mother that every now and then comes in and just like, oh, let me take your washing for you, which I've had friends say that they have, or or, let me run the hoover around for you, or let me take the children for you. Like some of us are without that um, unit. So actually... uh, that feels really fucking good to have that mothering. And I say to the cleaners, I'm like, this is my mothering. And one week they asked me what they could give me. Is there anything else they could do for me like within it? Are you happy with the clean when they first started? So just any level of more mothering. And one of them gave me a hug and I was like, oh, this is so nice. So yeah, that definitely has brought joy. A short, quick ad break to mention that December is the month where I run a fantastic wonderful gift of a workshop it's in the christmas limbo on the 29th and it's all about coming home to your body coming home through nervous system rooted regulated tools with the pelvis and it's a whole four hours which gives us so much time to explore your deepest needs while preparing you to say a beautiful rooted goodbye to 2022 and a hello 2023 with the tools that we need to navigate our lives, the ebbs and flows of our lives daily. And within this workshop, there will be the guidance of, of course, as usual, a vaginal massage only if that becomes available to you during that time. However, the tools will be there for you to engage with that when it feels like it fully aligns. I would so love you to join us. And if you feel like, yes, I wanna be there, then there is a link in the show notes or you can go to my website with the the tab is be held here. Much love. And so my biggest lesson for 2023 is what genuinely brings us more joy. I started on this process, I would say, in like 2021 um, when my husband and I went through a situation. I've shared it before, but my husband went through a, and I went through a situation where um, we weren't connected fully and there was a leak within the container. I've shared it before, but uh, was it 2021? Yeah, 2021. And it was like just after our anniversary in um, August. And I saw a message on his phone on Instagram and it was one of my community members had sidelined him and was posting photos specifically for him, got into cold water swimming, posting for him, um, even though I even though some people would say, are you sure? And I'm like 100% based on some of these messages I was reading. And I and basically had then started messaging him um, 
very friendly messages, too friendly. And he had started deleting them because he started to panic and didn't confront her, didn't block her, didn't tell me like he normally would. And it was a very challenging process to go through with somebody who has uh, such a deep abandonment wound. And so I had to sit with that quite a lot. And so that was around the time then of the girls going to school, preschool, and now they're at school. Uh, of course. So I've now got five days a week. So I've in when I when this all happened, um, there was a moment and I asked Ali if I if he felt like I really experienced joy. And he says, still don't really think you do. And I looked at it and I went, mm, I've just re- renovated a whole house in six months, basically by myself and project managed it. Um and I haven't been able to sit and reflect on that. And I haven't been able to sit in a room and enjoy any of the rooms. And so I really wanted to find space and time. And then I had some situations with friendships that evolved where there was there was some friendship, there was one friendship that where there was jealousy of what I was creating and that was very challenging. So that one was parked completely and still is. Um, and then another couple of relationships where there was uh, codependency with me and me having to uh, deal with uh, what that meant for myself and my joy and my pleasure and how I was prioritizing others' needs over mine. And then there was the situation with my husband. So I had like a like a pronged attack really on what joy really meant. And so I then sat with joy <laughs> and what that meant and gave myself time and gave myself nervous system regulatory tools to explore that day to day so how could I every single day look at what I needed what did I desire what do I need what would bring me joy today and I wake up in the morning when I'm in that like that space of the here nor there waking up right the liminal space of waking up you know when you're like half awake and I take my moment just to be with my nervous system and I'm like oh what do I need today like what 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 would actually bring me joy today and it differs every single day today for example I tuned into myself and I planned in my calendar to go to a cafe and work hadn't done this for ages been ill do I want to do that I was in the liminal space and I was like "Mm, no (laughs) no I don't want to go to a cafe and work I just want to wrap up warm be in my cabin have cups of tea have lunch with Ali. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That feels really good for me. That feels really regulatory and really like, oh, yeah, ventral and would really help me to just get some work done that I haven't been able to do because I've been poorly. Yeah. That would bring me joy. That's the kind of thing. That's the kind of discussions that I'm having with Ali that I'm having with myself. So another example would be, we had a situation with, um, uh, somebody who wanted to come round, meet up, and I was trying to like get Christmas cards written with the children and just do all these things and have a Christmassy day. And I was like, mm, I I don't want to do that. And he was like, fine, absolutely, I get that. And he sent the message and was like, actually, um, X, Y, and Z, let's do this another time. And I was like, oh, yeah. And the learning of no, this won't bring me joy. So the learning of, I'm going to say no to this and then just step back. 
no, sorry, actually, this doesn't align with me, but in the nicest possible way. I, unfortunately, I don't, I can't, uh, I, let's give an example. Unfortunately, um, I can't meet up today. And I'd still love to see you at some point. Let's make a date for another time, you know? And, and I, and recently, um, somebody, uh, that's, I need to find her Instagram handle, but Louisa on Instagram, her second name, her handle is, she's just, she's been in a a group with me, like a group coaching program. And, um, I love her. Oh yeah. Her handle is confidently there. Louisa, difficult conversations expert. And I'm, and recently she shared about the power of and, and I loved it. And I was like, yeah, that's such a good one. Um, but she's really good on talking about like difficult conversations. And, um, I feel like, yeah, she's really useful for, um, understanding um she has like a great like flow email flow that you can join and she's really great at just like going through um like our needs and our boundaries but with confident language so um yeah so hopefully those kind of insights into the year has kind of helped to see where my head's been at really and as a result of that I've been really thinking about expansion for myself in a space where I'm trying to explore more joy and slow, (laughs) slow, intentional living. Um, And I really want to show that it's possible. And I really want to show the the lifestyle, um, but not on social media, because I don't feel that social media is aligned for me. And the way I'm experiencing joy day to day doesn't, social media doesn't come into it. It takes up so much of my time, takes away this precious time that I have um, with my daily joy so I'm gonna be exploring long form and I'm gonna share more on that and I'm definitely gonna be stepping away from social media and more on that so hopefully that will interest you as well um but I'm always here uh for questions thoughts feedback reflections and uh leaving any reviews on um apple podcasts sending so much love